See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. You're all full of good ideas. Oh, I'm full of it. All, all right. right. Yeah, you're full of it. All right. Uh, my name is Mao, and you are listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big show number 6-0. Damn. Yes, that even rhymes. Damn. Anyway, please check. And as with, with me, as always... <laughs> Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown going by surprise there. with many good ideas his idea right before I hit the play button was we should do a, he said we should do a month long of only sequels yeah we were part two we were musing if there was a Christine part two and I laughed and said no and I was like well probably knowing how, far, how uh, Hollywood is yeah I want to look, let's look afterwards shall you know, we yes alright so one of these years we're going to do a month of uh, part twos yeah. Luckily, that's not for any in the foreseeable future, unless we get a wild hair, which is possible. Anyway, yes. you're listening to Slow Robot A Go Go, the show that reviews Z grade movies and likes it. Well, th- th- sometimes, sometimes these these aren't all Z grade. No, some are. Z grade is like the one you only watch <laughs> half an hour of, and yeah, yeah that's true. That's, uh, oh, oh, the pain. Anyway, pain, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can check us out. Of course, uh, on iTunes, and just look up, look for Slow Robot A Go Go. And if you do that, I would ask you please to give us some kind of a rating. Click on us, say that you like us. That really helps us out. You can go on our website site, which is slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That has uh, all our shows and other stuff that we put on there randomly. You know, we. Uh, Sometimes we'll write an article or post some kind of wacky music video that Dr. Morbius finds of some <laughs> babe from the 60s and, uh, and, 70s. and 70s. Or you could catch us on Stitcher Radio. Or you could catch us on the one and only place for music, news, podcasts, and awesomeness. That, of course, would be sliceradio.com.au. Um, so yay for all of that shtick. AU stands for Australia. Yes, and if you want to uh, join our Facebook group and or our Twitter handle, go to our webpage and click on the super easy links that I put on the bottom, and then you too can be on the cutting edge of news in the Slow Robot universe. And what a universe it is. Sigh, that was a long (laughs) shtick. I'm going to just record that once and just drop it in. Yeah, just hit the button. Okay, so how about you, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown? What do you got going on? Well, I got a two-dimension podcast, comic book podcast with no direction, where we review comics and movies and more comics and more movies and all that stuff. Nice. And uh, that little Destination Nightmare thing that... uh, Basically, just uh, review movies, show comics, and everything that I like in one blog. Nice. Destination right. Nightmare, Blogspot, just Google it. Yeah, so you're you're the, the new host of horror, host of nightmares. Yes. You, you kicked Freddy Krueger's ass nightmares out of there. Nightmares are my like, destination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toys are us. Yeah. Nightmares are us, the destination for all that is unholy. Yeah. So... I guess we'll start, as always, with what did you watch? So, hey, I'll what, tell you what I watched. What did you watch, Dr. Jack! 
shit. Yeah. He watched two things, Jack and shit, yeah. and Jack left town. That's right. Really, nothing? Nothing. No, wow. no, I didn't do anything this week. I just, uh, you know, watched TV, did a little drawing, uh, had some adventures and, and uh, stupidity and all that good stuff. Sounds like a terrible week with no movies. Yeah, I know. I didn't have too many of them, but, you know. All right. The first one was a kung fu movie out of uh, off of the Wu Tang Cash Grab Blu-ray of Hell's Wind Staff, and of course Hell is spelled with a Z, so you know it's extra really rugged. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's one called The Colony. Um, this is like a sci-fi kind of goofy thing. It has the guy from NCIS. I don't know who what his name is. Tony Dinozo on NCIS. It has him in it, and it's not even in. It's not even on IMDb, so that tells you how wonderful that is. I watched the very, very, very good animated movie *Spirited Away*, which is one of the best animated movies out there, in my opinion. And unfortunately, I followed that, or I ended the my movie experience with *Ninjas vs. Vampires*. And nobody won that one. From the eighties? No, it's a new one. It's a it, it's a newer one. It's it's one of those that, uh, hmm, I don't know. It was the follow up to like ninjas versus werewolves or something like that. Or no ninjas? No ninjas versus zombies. And then that then the next one they did I think was ninjas versus vampires. So I actually uh, skipped the first one, which I'm sure was great, and yeah. just picked up right with the second one. Yeah, well, you know, you got to start somewhere. I guess so. So, wow. All right. Other than that, I didn't watch a whole heck of a lot. I watched our movie for this week, and I started watching next week's movie. And then, oh, my, oh, and I, then my head exploded like Ricky O. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I found another piece of crap movie. We'll talk about that after this show. But this is a movie that we should do, which is... not No, this is a win-win-win. It's, it's Japanese horror movie, sci-fi. Okay. And supposedly... The the script was written by Ed Wood. No, mm, no, I don't believe it. Yes, yes, we'll talk about it later. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you, it's got American actors in it, but uh, there's there's the rumor is in his, and there's a book that was written about Ed Wood called The Nightmare of Ecstasy, and one of his scripts was called the um, what was it? It's called the uh, oh, oh man, I can't remember the um, something. We'll talk about it later. We'll <laughs> yeah, talk about it. We'll later. talk about it when I when when you when you. Uh, but it's but the dialogue sounds like Ed Wood. Okay. I don't think anybody would write like him. But anyway. Yeah. So well, I guess now would be a good time to announce my newest project. Go for it. Because this is gonna be it's gonna be part of your world as it is will become a big part of mine and everybody else's world. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm I'm go- I'm launching a you. It's gonna end up be just being some YouTube schlock, but I'm going to <laughs> videotape. I'm going to watch every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie in order from his first to his last one, which is still in post-production. And after each one, I'm going to do like I'm going to record myself like my reflections of it, you know. So like I'm going to of course I'm going to start by saying, Hi, you know, I'm, my name's Mao and I'm watching I'm going to watch every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie ever made and then like, you know, I'll cut it off. So each time I come back on, however long this takes, like I'll give my little snippet about one, and then of course I'll just upload it and say, "Well, here's Jean Claude's filmography in in two minutes or whatever it's going to end up being." Nice. So yes, where per I uh, now I'm going to watch them in order, but I kind of cheated a little bit already 
because there's three that he's uncredited for, and Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown has the hookups for... One of them is not out there. Uh, well, oh, it's the, out there. No, the first, right. the first two are not out there, really. You have to kind of find them. And they're French. I think they're done in French. Um, the first one is uh, Monaco Forever. Now, in, the, in, the, in 1984, he did three movies, all uncredited. Uh, there was one called Barbarous Street, and then he, all, he was a spectator in Breakin'. Now, these, of course, are not... These are all just... Um, he's just like a spectator or like walks through or whatever, an extra, basically. So I have, I've watched Breakin' and I've watched Barbarous Street. So uh, as soon as I get Monaco Forever, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to do those three and then I'll be moving on. The next one on his list, actually still uncredited, is Missing in Action. That was also 1984. And then after that, then we hit the real meat of everything. You know, then it's going to be where he's that bad guy, Russian, and no no retreat, no surrender. Of course, Frank, uh, he plays Frank Dukes in in Bloodsport. Uh, you know, Black Eagle, and then he goes into all the ones that we that we've seen. But I'm still going to rewatch everyone, even though the ones I've seen a million times. So uh, I'll keep you all posted on how that's going, because this is this is the the grand kickoff will be this weekend when I get a hold of you know those first three. <laughs> I watched the two of the first three, missing in action. Of course, you can find everywhere. Um, so we're about to be Van Daminated, Van, Van Dominated, Van Damage. Yes. So I have my little checklist. Oh, the Venus flytrap, man. Who's that? That's the movie. I, that's the script I was thinking about. The just, Venus flytrap. Just came to me right now. I'll just man. leave it there. The Venus flytrap, man. Is Jean-Claude Van Damme in it? No. Oh. no that would be the whatever <laughs> flytrap, So man. I guess my first question, I wanted to ask you some questions about it, you know. Um, Why, thank you. Uh, I, sh- I have to watch these in order, right? Like the, all these Van Damme yeah, movies. Yeah, like you'd, you'd. Oh yeah, of course. I you mean, do. you'd have to do it like from chronological chronological order. Yeah, and you have to watch them over a weekend. <laughs> I think my with no beer. Fu. I would actually know kung fu by the time I got done, or, or not not kung fu, but his uh, his yeah. martial arts. Yeah, like all right, and whatever I, it is, the spin move. I've already talked to you about it. They, uh, that I need your help with getting that first one. And that, after that, that that spin kick that he telegraphs about twenty minutes before <laughs> it hits or whatever, but it, it looks really cool though. I don't know. Uh, I've seen lots of video of him um, when he was uh, actually competing and stuff. He, and can, he was good. He could whip all kinds of ass. Yeah, he, uh, I'm sure he could because he was a he he. He did ballet, so he was very yeah, flexible yeah. and strong, and then he just took people apart. You know, he's he's good. So, yay. All right. Um, other than that, I, the big news, of course, is that they're making... Big news to me is that I've just found out they're making another Ghost in the Shell. Um, this is another TV series, so I like Ghost in the Shell quite a bit. Um, so, yay for that. And, of course, J.J. Abrams has been announced as the newest Star Wars director. Yay. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but we'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, pretty soon they'll have they'll have uh, Star Wars in Disney World, so that'll be great. No, he, it already is. Oh, it is yeah, already? already yeah, okay, there. yeah. Do you ever see like the uh, what they did to Alien Encounters when it, they got like the guy from Lilo and Stitch as the alien? Yeah, because it scared too many kids. I that, see. I saw the original. I one. saw the original, too, in 98. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that, that was, was way better. That yeah. was wicked, you know. And then they had a... Just take it easy. As they say, wussy-fy it. That's the thing they say. All right, what's our top ten list this week? Weapons. 
What kind of weapons? Mass destruction. Our favorite weapons? Yes, our favorite weapons. Farts. Oh, and I just thought of one I didn't make the list, but I should have. The spleen from Mystery Man, right? No, the bomb from Dr. Strangelove. Oh, yeah, the one he rides all yeah, the way down. Yeah, that is on my list. It should have been. Well, it is an now, honorable mention. Guess, huh. yeah. All right, what's your list? Give me your, let's hear your list. Okay, let's hear my list, shall the we? Top ten weapons. Favorite movie weapons. All right. Let's see here. Yes. From Monty Python, the Holy Hand Grenade. Nice. Uh, what do we got here? Django's Gatling Gun from a movie we reviewed a few months ago. Very nice. Good. Very good. Uh, that's a lot of presentation in that one. Yeah, just, yeah, just being in the caution. Yeah, that's what it is. The box that they delivered in is just spectacular. Uh, now, of course, you got to go all superhero. So, uh, you got a uh, Thor's hammer, which I think is called Majolner or something like that. You know, pretty badass. Captain America's shield. You know. Now, like, what were the two unbreakable things? If Thor's hammer hit, I don't know something that's un- what. What's the other thing that's indestructible? I don't know. Um, they always say it. Everyone always says, uh, "Well, what if so and so hit? What if Thor's hammer hit?" Captain America's shield. I don't is know. Is that unbreakable? I think it is, but I think Thor's hammer is pretty uh, intense. I don't know. There's anyway, some dumb thing like that. That's how about Wolverine's claws? The ones that come nice. out of his... Nice! Yeah. I didn't think of that. Wow, yeah. I should have thought of that. Because I actually like the Wolverine character. Uh, Green Lantern's ring, which turned into any object giant size. A giant fly swatter, a giant hand, a giant... Are the Wonder Twins on here? Sure, why not? Bucket of water and a, and a falcon? Sure, why not? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> They're not on your list at all. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll just go. I'll just go with this one. I'll just go with the line. You feel lucky today, punk? Nice. That's a, that's a cross. That's about. a cross promo. That's on yeah, my list too. Forty-four. Yeah, Magnum. Yeah. How about some chainsaw action from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That's nice. That's gotta hurt. That's, that's a good hurt. one. Very good one. Uh, well, nunchucks from Bruce Lee. Those gotta hurt too. From yeah. uh, Enter the Dragon. We got a weird, we got a weird cross story about that. Oh, okay. Well, have you, have, did you, did uh, King Don tell tell you about that? No, no. Okay, no, go no. ahead. But finish your list, and I'll tell you. All right, let's see what else I got. I don't even know where I'm at. Okay, lightsaber from uh, Star Wars, of course. The yeah. phaser from Star Trek. Uh, Odd Jobs hat from <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> nice. And, Who throws a shoe? Honestly. And last but not least. The one that, up until recently, the one thing that pisses off vampires the most, that would be the crucifix. Oh, wow. Very good. That's my list. Okay. Well, here's the quick story, then I'll do my list. So bear with me, everyone. I I was searching for um, a high-end pair of nunchuck. Now, I've used a lot of different nunchuck. I use a lot of weapons. And the newer nunchuck kind of tear. They cut through the um, the 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 rope because they're like rough, and and they're also kind of just made of cheap stuff. I mean, everything kind of nowadays is just made of cheap junk. So I was searching for high end nunchuck. Um, you know, figuring if you get something with really nice hardwood octagon shape, I always go with the rope ones rather than the ball bearing ones. I can use both, but I prefer the rope ones. So I find this place in California. High-end, handmade Okinawan hardwood nunchucks, triple wound uh, rope, you know, nylon rope. So I'm like, yes, okay, there we go. I call the place up, and they're like, oh, and I said, yes, I'm a black belt, I'm ranked, and I'm not just some jerk or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, what school you go to? So I said the school, and then they're like, well, you're, you have to have your sense. The owner of this dojo wow. has to call. And I was like, 
Okay. Well, I kind of know where the story's going. So I like, I was like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Because I, 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 I once, I haven't been at my dojo for a couple of years. Yeah. So and I can't just walk in there and say, hey, Sensei, you know, can you order this weapon for me? Um, not that I left on bad terms, but just that's really odd and awkward. So King Don has yeah. has a dojo, uh, and he's a very he's a high ranking black belt. So I I went over and I said, King Don, would, I told him the story. And I was like, would you order these? And I was like, yeah, sure, you know. So I called the lady back and I said, okay, you know, he's gonna you know he's gonna call. I said, does he need a business license or whatever? And she's like, no, I just need to talk to him. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 like I guess I kind of admire this lady and this company for sticking to like yeah, being yeah. making sure everything's safe but in the same breath a four year old can go online and order you yeah. know pretty much anything up to from Amazon yeah any, anywhere so but long story short is I, I he hasn't ordered them yet but I think Monday or Tuesday uh, you know I'll ask him again and say would you you know can you call and order these they're expensive but you know this would be nice you mean like over a hundred no, I think they'll probably be like all like shipped. They'll probably be like around fifty-five bucks. 60 oh, that's bucks. not bad. Eh, it's kind of expensive, but you get you know they'll do, do you they, get what you pay for. Do they carry that like uh, I know it's on your list too. That little uh, that ball and chain that go go. Uh, I have what, a, cha- a chain whip is hanging on the wall right over there. Oh, look at that! That's that awesome. is nasty too. Yeah. I was man. using I was using the chain whip and um, I was practicing hitting targets, and it clipped on the top of a. Uh, piece of bamboo in my backyard and it just kind of nicked me across the ca- the calf i hurt. dropped really i dropped oh. and it wasn't even it wasn't even quarter speed but the net metal tip like went and i went oh <laughs> i like literally like i dropped to my knees i was like oh this hurts so bad so chain I, whips are very I t- evil i tell you what was deadly and it has nothing to do with the martial arts but it was this gadget that i think came around in the early 70s that i know i hurt myself using it all kids were hurting themselves Using it a lot. It was these two little plastic hard balls on a string. They oh, click-clacks the, yeah, or whatever. clacks or whatever. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Talk about pain, There man. should have been a, a, a martial arts base around that. Though. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. There should be now. There will be now. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Hurt. All right. Your turn. So now I'm going to do my top ten. Here's Mao's top ten list of 11 favorite wep- uh, movie weapons. So, number 11. Slim Whitman from Mars Attacks. <laughs> uh, if you know, if you don't know that joke, well, yeah. watch Mars Attacks. Okay, Freddy Krueger's hand razors from Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I liked those very much. I wanted to mi- build a pair. Okay, next one: Ash's chainsaw hand from Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. I had to give Ash uh, lots of love. Yeah, that's right one of my. On yeah, that's what that's my one of my favorites. Um, next one, John Rambo's survival knife from the original Rambo First Blood. That was a big, big crazy, big-ass knife back then. Okay, Jesse Ventura's belt-fed machine gun backpack thing from Predator, the original yeah, Predator. Yeah, yeah, right. Remember when he's sitting there and he just cleans the whole jungle yeah. down and he's just sitting there spinning and it's like just going, you know, because he's nuts. Okay, Night, Spl- Night Slasher's spike-handled knife from Cobra. Yeah. That's the yeah. guy's official name. I had to look that up. I just called him the crazy guy from Cobra, but he's like, hey, big, and he's sitting there uh, sharpening it. Guy was classic. Okay. Next one is Lord Darth Vader's lightsaber from Star Wars. Right. I picked Darth Vader because, you know, I, I like the dark side more. 
Number four, Dirty Callahan's Smith & Wesson Model 2944 Mag yep, from it. Dirty Harry. That uh, And Magnum Force. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think he carried the same gun in all yeah, of them, didn't yeah. he? Uh, Dirty Harry was one of those kind of iconic movies. When that came around, everyone was saying, go ahead, punk, make my day. Make my day was like on shirts and everything. You remember that? Like, that was a big deal. That movie, it's when it came out, it was a spit in the face of the peace and love generation. It was like a, it was like a goober right in their face or whatever. It was gritty. It was hated by a lot of people, but yeah, I have you know a, what? It's like iconic movie. Yeah. Of I have the Japanese iconic. version called Hanzo the Razor. Oh, jeez, those and, are effed up movies. Yes, man. they are. Well, I have the box set of those. Yeah. Okay, number three. You knew it was coming sooner or later. Gogo Yobari's Chain Mace from Kill Bill. I'm a sucker for the classic. Number two, the Death Star from yeah. Star Wars. You know, that's that's really like if you're driving that thing around, you got some. You're, you're you got it going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And number one, the one, the only, the flying guillotine from. Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yep. yep. That movie is glorious from de- from the second it starts until the second it ends. It, aren't there like a couple of Master of the Flying Guillotine movies? I don't know yeah. which one I watch, but I know I've seen one there's, of them, a cheaper one. Yeah, there's a couple of Flying Guillotine ones, and there's also the One-Armed Boxer. Was yeah, yeah. W- that There was a lot of those. Um, that was like a big character. That was almost the same as Zadoichi. The yeah. blind swordman. It's like you know, there was he's always on um, some kind of shenanigans, you know, involving that guy. How about Crippled Master? Huh, that's yeah. a good movie, isn't it? No, remember was it Cracked Fingers? Oh, Cracked Fingers. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, and yeah. There was uh, there was one called uh, one of my favorites. I just laugh. I laugh so much. It's like zombie kung fu. Yeah, zombie. And kung they fu. bust out. They blow up out of the graves. Kung and fu they, zombie. And they yeah. like hop. They hop around. Oh my god. Yeah, like the like the Chinese vampires hopping yeah. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, as you're watching this, you're like. What the hell am I watching? Totally mind effing. <laughs> yeah. So great. All right. Well, that's it for our list. If we missed any, why don't you go ahead and join up our Facebook group and let us know which of your favorite weapons that we missed. You know, you could have even said like a guitar from El Cabong, you know. Oh, but yeah, the, El Cabong. El Cabong yeah, has, one, you know, yeah. the guitar. There's there's a lot of really good weapons out there. But uh, those are some of our favorites. I I almost said, the, what is it, the the noisy cricket? From Men in Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little yeah. tiny gun that blows everything up. That's kind of funny, you know. All right. That's all we're going to do for that. We're going to go take a quick uh, break with uh, with our Master of the Flying Guillotine commercial or movie, oh, movie cool. trailer, as it were. And then when we get back, we're unleashing some Western shenanigans on you, <laughs> the likes of which have never been seen before. So take that and then hear it. Step aside, Sinbad. Watch out, Star Wars. Here comes the master of the flying guillotine, the ultimate action fantasy. A legend, he battled the warriors from beyond time with weaponry beyond imagination. See the monkey man. See the arena of death. See the challenge of the inferno, the tornado of knives, the fighting magician with the 18-foot arms, and see the master of the flying guillotine. Filmed in Super Cinevision from Seymour Bordy and Associates, rated R. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes. Ugh. So over the over our uh, trailer break, we were sitting there, and I'm looking at the time left uh, for an hour show, and I was like, 
I don't know, man. I don't think we're going to talk about this movie for for twenty or thirty two minutes or whatever we no, have left. No, no, we can we can we can try. I think I think our listening audience is going to have a lot of trailers at the end of this. Trailers. Convoy, as it were. Yeah, there you go. So, so this movie, <sighs> this movie has two titles. I reckon. Yes, you do. It seems like it was called Cactus Jack over in Europe and abroad. No, yeah, as I they say. I thought it was Cactus Jack here. Well, no, the copy that I have is called Cactus Jack, but I think the American version. Oh, the American version was called, called the, the Villain. The Villain. The yes. Villain. Yes. Now, this is a movie. It's a movie. I and I'm not gonna. I, this is actually. I I laughed a lot. It wasn't the funniest movie in the world. But it was kind of funny. I don't know. Um, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as in his one and only Western appearance as a Western handsome stranger. Handsome stranger. His name in this movie is Handsome Stranger, and the 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 heroine is Anne Margaret Charming Jones, looking as Anne Margaret as Anne Margaret has ever looked. And yeah, my yeah. gosh, the the wow. She was out there, yeah. <laughs> and she looked very beautiful uh, as always. Um, I haven't seen her lately. Yeah, but but she was very beautiful for a very long time. Well, you in know, cinema. You know, what I mean, like uh, from when she was on movies, she really looked beautiful for a very long time. Well, I don't know if it was before this or after this, and I kept looking at her face just to see. You know, because I know this, I've heard this story before, and it was a true story that happened to her. I don't know if this was before she had reconstructive facial surgery, because she was pl- she was in doing a Vegas show, and somehow or another she fell off the stage and she hit her, you know, she basically broke her jaw, her face or whatever, and they had to do reconstructive surgery. So I kept looking at the movie, and I'm going like, you know, she, it, this is, obviously this is Anne Margaret, it, it, it looks just like her, but... There's something different about her now. I don't know if this is because she's like maybe ten years older than in CC and Company. Yeah, but she looked thin. Her face was thinner. It was thinner, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. like like. And I, 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 at first I was like, she I just kn- looked a little thinner. Maybe she was more like, you know, probably like working, working out, out or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely because she was kind of one of those. She was one of those women that was a little bit. Not, I don't want to say bigger because that doesn't. I don't mean it negatory. Negative. No, no, no. She no. she was kind of bigger. Voluptuous. Yeah, voluptuous in the earlier stuff. In the early, even in CC and company. Yeah, yeah. but it didn't matter because you were like, damn, you know. Yeah. And and, in, then, and then this one, and she was she was thin. Her face looked thin. Yeah, it know? did. Now in in um in uh, carnal knowledge, that came uh, with the one she did with Jack Nicholson. She actually gained weight for that movie, so she was a little even a little chubbier than that, but um. I don't. I, I mean, I was just it, that that part. I was just like looking at her and going like, "Yeah, she looks kind of thin, but it, yeah, she looks, still looks great." Yeah. She wasn't even forty yet. She might have, and I, this is just conjecture. I haven't read this anywhere. She might have actually um, worked out and dieted yeah. because she was going to be next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I, I think know. a well, lot Arnold, of well, Arnold wasn't. Well, he was. He was. He was a. The champion bodybuilder, but he didn't really have much of a film career before no. this. Well, no, but still, you know, I mean... Like, yeah, he was well-known. I know a lot of sidekicks, like the there was a one guy that was uh, opposite The Rock in an action movie. Yeah. Really worked out hard, because you look horrible, yeah. you know, next to these guys she that are... Ne- she could never look horrible. Uh, no. I, I'm not saying that. 
Uh, and then also, as starring as Wiley e. Coyote, we have um, yeah, yeah, especially towards the ending when they yeah. Uh, who who uh, what's um Kirk Douglas, yeah, Kirk Douglas, Spartacus, and uh, the 20, he's Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and yeah, he's in a lot of stuff, and he's still alive too. So is Anne Margaret. Is so he? Is, yeah, Kirk Douglas still. He had a stroke, so he can't talk real well. But Anne Margaret's still alive. Schwarzenegger's still alive. Uh, <laughs> Fresh off his gubernatorial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that thing. But <laughs> now this was this western is basically billed as a live action. Um, Looney Tunes cartoon. He literally... It, this wasn't associated with the... But the weird part about it is it's built as a live-action Looney Tunes cartoon. At the end, they actually use Looney Tunes music. But it's a movie by Columbia Pictures, That's not Warner I mean. Brothers. It has no affiliation with them. But they were just like, we're doing it. Yeah, how and, I them, yeah. And, and, yeah. And to round out the cast, we have um, Paul Lynn Ugh, playing yeah. an Indian nervous elk. And nervous elk talk like this all the time. Yeah, Paul Lind. Uh, wow, the the, the center square, as they say in Hollywood squares, and Uncle Arthur from. Uh, <sighs> and you know what's funny? I gotta find it. There's a. It's on Netflix too. There's a 1976 Paul Lind Halloween special with like an early appearance by Kiss from seven. Well, 76 obviously, and it's just funny to see because he's like camping it up like big time, and Kiss is like. Doing Bath and then doing Detroit Rock City and all that—it's pretty hilarious. Uh, you're actually. serious? I'm, se- I'm serious. <laughs> I rented it. And you can get it from Netflix. You can rent it on now, Netflix. What is this? What? Paul Lynn's Halloween Special, 1976. <laughs> you get Kiss, Lip Syncing, <laughs> Bath, and Detroit Rock City. Lip Syncing—that's the best part. They're like, "Now nah, we're not going to perform that." We'll and just- uh, Paul Lynn, maybe even Ruth Buzzy, who's in this movie, doing the same bit that she did in Laughing, like uh, hitting Schwarzenegger. You know, uh, Foster Brooks, who made a career being a drunk in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, Jack Elam, the, you know, Mr. Mr. Lazy Eye from all the yeah. the bad guy in <laughs> every Western. Looks like, he looks like a toad. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a living, live-action toad, you know, kind of. Um, and, and Mel Tillis, the stuttering, <laughs> singing country singer, who's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't, how to, uh, and he, yeah, he kept right, ringing yeah. the bell, and oh, my God. So, right off the bat... We we pan in on um, uh, Wiley e. Coyote, which Cactus is, Jack. Yeah, Cactus Jack, and he's gonna rob a train, and the train comes by, and he jumps out, and of course, the train goes by, and he like jumps and he lands on the tracks, and yeah. wah 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 wah. Exactly. Boom. You know what you're in for. Yeah, you know what you're in for. You know, yeah. and Kirk Douglas is doing his best. I mean, he's an older guy, but he's doing all the stunts. The stunt work is great in this yeah. movie. Some parts of it made me laugh, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty heartily laugh, you know. Uh-huh. But um, and then his horse is named Whiskey, so they they ring a few jokes out of that one. Yeah. See, he's on the like like Kirk Douglas is dressed in black. He's Cactus Jack, and he's he's riding a horse named Whiskey, and and the horse is actually a very well trained horse because mm-hmm. it does a lot of different stunts that are like what. Um, I I think I read that there was like nine different horses. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, because they could never, like one horse sat down on command, one horse uh. talked on command, like the Mister Ed crap. Uh, they don't talk, but he like kind of and responds to him and stuff. So, uh, whiskey, you know, they go into the they go into the the nearest town since that caper didn't work, and uh, try to rob the bank. <laughs> And the horse doesn't want to do it, but um, 
goes around front and then so he sneaks around the back and the meanwhile and this is like a running gag I don't know what they're doing with it like he's reading one of those pulp westerns yeah yeah how to be a bad guy or something yeah, like that it's called villain and he, yeah. and it's like chapter one how to rob a bank and he's he's like doing it page by page or something like that it didn't work really no like, the, this movie has a great cast it has some great stunts it's beautifully shot great actors but there's something missing in this movie it's almost like yeah. it wanted to be Blazing Saddles say, but Blazing it Saddles it ain't but it know. ain't but it, it's not going it doesn't want to push it because Hal Needham the guy who did Smokey and the Bandit and all that you know I guess he just was kind of like a he was a stunt director before mm-hmm. this and he had a big hit with that so it's kind of like I it's almost like they were trying to like make a PG rated movie version of Blazing Saddles and right. it just didn't yeah. Oh, and you saying that? Did you see that the there was two of uh, from from his uh, bandits saloon had a picture of Burt Reynolds on the top. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. there was a big uh, mural that was the side of the of the um, truck. In, it was in okay. that in that what's uh, oh yeah 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 I remember that yeah yeah it's from the movie right Smokey and the Bandit yeah 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 movies. that big long that was in the background of the town there. Oh, it's kind of cool. Right. I mean, that stuff's kind of cool. So, back to the movie. He, you know, so Kirk Douglas, he robs this bank, and this is one of the things that actually made me laugh. I mean, like, I actually laughed at this. He puts the gun there, and he says, it's the sheriff, open up, you know, because it's after hours. So the banker opens up, and, and he sees this, you know, he sees this Cactus Jack, and he's like, one, close that door. Two, unlock the vault. Three, face down on the ground. And he's And he's pointing the gun at the guy when he's doing this. So the guy turns around and locks the door, and then he, he gets down on the ground, and Kirk Douglas kind of goes through his brain like, one, two, three. He's like, hey, you locked the door, and you and you got down the ground, but you didn't do number two. <laughs> and the guy goes, no, nah, I did number two when you pointed the gun in my face. <laughs> like, he shit his pants. Like, I, I, it took That's me, like, a, Brooks. It took me a second Brooks. to think, like, to figure out what he said. And then when he did, I like actually like laughed. I mean, that was that was just one of those dumb crap jokes. I'm like, no. So that, that made me laugh. So then, of course, Kirk Douglas reads this book on how to rob the bank, and he puts some dynamite on the top of the vault, and he blows up the entire building. But the vault's still sitting there. Like, you know, there's that gag. So he runs and he gets on his horse eventually, and then the horse just sits down because the horse is like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I, right. I, I didn't want to do that. So they throw him in jail, and he's yelling, I'll get you whiskey, you know, I'll get you... Your traitor. Your traitor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's in the... he's Then while he goes to the jail, we're introduced to Handsome Stranger, who's oh, walking through the town. Yeah. yeah. And the first scene, it was very strange. The first scene, he didn't look very big. And then, this, then from the second scene on, he looked very big. Yeah. So I think they did that first shot, and then he hit the weights. Like, I think so. At, I well, no, at that... At that stage in his life like you know the difference between looking huge and looking just big were this is right before a little bit yeah a little bit so he from the first scene he didn't look like gigantic and then from then on he looked gigantic you know so it was you know he hit he hit some weights in between shootings or shoots or something like that yeah he gets out and he helps he's trying to be helpful and he he grabs ruth buzzy from laughing and tries to cross across the helper across the street and she's playing the same part as she did and that she's like i don't want to be held and she's like you know oh come on ma'am you can't this, this is like the busiest western town ever you <laughs> yeah. know it's like new york uh you know manhattan at rush Crazy. hour or whatever 
So he helps her across, and then she's like, I didn't want to go across the street anyway or whatever, you know, and I'm like, wah, 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 you know. And then, but, but then later she goes, she's, she's getting yeah. helped into the hospital because she got run over, yeah. and she's throwing pots and pans at him from yeah, the doctor's yeah. window and stuff. There's a lot of that kind of stuff, you know. It's like cornball humor. It's almost like hee-haw in a way. You yeah. Know? You remember it, hee-haw? Yeah. <laughs> My grandmother and grandfather used to watch hee-haw. So Are you of course, serious? Yeah, really? When I, so when I was a kid, I, I of course I... Pennsylvania? Yeah. So I was exposed to it because uh, they thought it was funny. You know, they always watched it and I'm a picking and I'm a grinning and all that yeah, crap, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what a sad time for our life. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, my parents didn't like it too much, but I used to watch it for the girls. You know, they were all good looking. Yeah, whatever. they were. So anyway, then what happened? So then we finally, handsome stranger. No. Well, first he goes in, into this saloon and he orders a milk. You know, he, he is like... He's no, no, no. Before that, remember, um, Jack Elam goes to the jail and he... Uh, and he's seen Cactus Jack in jail because he got jailed for what he did. And he goes, "Look, uh, if you uh, if you do this thing for me, I'll help you get out of jail. And I'll pay you a thousand bucks." Right. Okay. Yeah. And then so, if not, and if not, you're gonna hang. <laughs> so it's like the the thing, the deal is, is that he has to uh, steal money from this girl, Charming Jones, who's coming to town right. to collect some like some money that her dad, you know, a deed or whatever, of some of the money that her dad, and then you know. It's like a thousand dollars or whatever, a lot of money or whatever, and take it back to dad. Now, what Jack Elam wants to do is let her get the money and then on the way back home, steal it, from steal her. it, and use Cactus Jack to do it. Which right. Cactus Jack is like the worst, you know, criminal uh, in the criminal history, in the history of, of westerns or whatever. Yes, it's true. So you know, so Cactus Jack says, "Okay, I'll do it," you know, because you know the opposite, the you know the. You know, I don't want to get hanged, so, right. you know. So then we we start seeing more of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, so then, yeah, so he, while he's waiting for the train, he sits down at the saloon to eat something. With and Mel it's like the, the stuttering. It's like the world's biggest freaking steak. Yeah. And, and of course, he doesn't get to eat it, so then Mel Tillis eats it because, oh, well, I must go. And Schwarzenegger is playing this. He's he's good because he's playing he's a, like a the, boob, like a big boob. Like he's and he wasn't an actor at this point, so it's perfect. You yeah, know? like he's like the most wholesome person. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get when people are being mean to him. Yeah, you know, because he's just a just gigantic doofus. You know. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So he he meets uh, Anne Margaret, and they get in. They get on the the wagon, and off the adventure starts. Um, yeah, and basically, the adventure is <laughs> Cactus Jack trying to derail their trip or whatever. Like, yeah, like twenty times. But you it's, know? and it's like it's if you grew up as I did watching Roadrunner on Saturday yeah. morning cartoons because I I lived and died by Saturday morning cartoons. I watched it every week. If you knew the Looney Tunes, if you knew Saturday morning cartoons, you you knew every gag that was coming. Oh uh-huh, yeah, like every the rock and it, it, it wasn't even like changed like. You know, every single gag that you saw on Saturday morning cartoons, well, you get to see Kirk Douglas do it as Cactus Jack, yeah. and he gets run over by a boulder, and he paints it. He paints a, a hole on the cliff, and and they go through it, and he runs into it and bounces off because it c- turns back into a rock, and like he, everything. He hits, he hits the front of the train, and he's like stuck to the train. He's stuck to the train. Away. His boots get stuck in the in the, in the, the glue, railroad in the, glue you know, in the railroad track. The, the only thing that breaks this up. Is Margaret and Margaret trying to 
basically have sex with with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which he won't, because he's too wholesome. Or something else. Or he doesn't get it, or something else. Or maybe he hasn't met Paul Lind yet. <laughs> and the other thing that breaks up the monotony is Paul Lind playing this insanely <laughs> politically incorrect uh, <laughs> Indian, Indian chief. Oh my god. Nervous gosh. elk. When you watch this, and you watch... I, I, you almost kind of go, have we come that far in politically correct you know we can't do this movie anymore oh my god are you kidding (laughs) hey we couldn't i bet you we couldn't even do blazing saddles nowadays you'd get in trouble Mm. if you did that movie. oh yeah yeah well you'd have like you know the mothers against everything you know (laughs) and the the, mothers against lighting farts on fire you can't show that the 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 (laughs) bean uh the bean corporation saying you can't prove that beans cause flatulence oh my god well so and that's I Paul Lynn actually like it's so incorrect and so like goofy when you watch it you laugh you have to laugh like yeah he's a forgot that type of like humor is long gone well this whole movie is long gone this yeah. is like the end of Hollywood in a way yeah. you know all the glamorous actors and actresses I mean Schwarzenegger went on of course right but like most of them like this was it you yeah, know? yeah and really. Margaret made a few more movies but not a whole lot oh, you know that was the other thing that I noticed from the very beginning. This is one of those movies where the theme song kind of tells you what's going on. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're drunk or, like, ironing or cooking in the kitchen, the theme song kind of says, and then Cactus Jack went up to the (laughs) bank, you know. Like, if it breaks into song, you're pretty much going to hear all about whatever happened, is happening, or is going to happen, you know. Yeah. Uh, eh, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't... I like music to be more ambient... Yeah, well... Or lending yeah. to the suspense. I don't need it telling me things. You know what I mean? Like, and some movies, especially bad movies, seem to do that a lot, where it's like... Yeah. You know. Eh. Well, Monty Python, uh, the Holy Grail, they had the, the guys telling you what going on. Well, that was pretty funny. They get a pass on they everything. They get a pass. Yeah, that was, that, they were pretty great. Yeah, they get a pass on everything, you know. Yeah. I, I, they, they're right up my alley. But, um... So, you know, Cactus Jack, after boob, after Hollis's buffoonery... One one of the things made me laugh. Uh, okay. Another thing of of all the stupid things, the very first time he jumps out and he tries to shoot up in the air to scare him, and he's out of bullets. So they run him over and they don't notice he's there. Oh yeah. And he's hanging on the bottom of the of the wagon, and his spurs are digging in. So his pants are, are like actually like if this as if somebody was in them, but they're getting stretched down behind him because he has suspenders on. And eventually he gets so far like a rubber band, it pulls him back and he goes flying into him. <laughs> that that was a stupid, but it made me laugh. I don't well, know that why. That was straight out of Warner Brothers. Yeah, it was too. so... Just, it looked funny because like, these pants like were solid, uh-huh. like, you know, and getting pulled behind him. So that was... I, I like mean, that. It's a know. great idea. The movie has a great idea. Yeah. You know, maybe it would have needed... It might have needed a, maybe a, a better director, maybe... Or maybe a better, a little bit of a tweak here and there. Maybe better editing or something. Because the idea of the movie is a cool idea to do a live action cartoon. You know, I mean, Jim Carrey would do it now, I'm oh sure. Oh my God, you know? and, and he would, he'd be <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. That might be what part, part of what's wrong with it. So, yeah, I mean, now you mentioned that, you're right. Maybe, maybe the problem is Kirk Douglas that he might have been a little too old for this role. I mean, he's 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 technically 
He does the stunts. He's in good shape. Yeah. He's he's you know he jumps on the horses. He climbs a mountain. But and he's not really, really doing it. A comedy. But actor. no, he's not really. Com- and he looks kind of you know a little. I mean, yeah, you know maybe the character could have been a little was supposed to be a little older or whatever because like you know whatever. But well, when you said he was still alive, I was like. What? He's still alive, yeah. Because of how he looked in this movie. I didn't... Yeah, and this is 79. That's what I'm saying. I was doing the math. I was like, no way is this guy still alive. I, I mean, didn't look on IMDb, but I assume Yeah, he he's still dead. alive, but you can't, you can't... He had a stroke in the 80s, maybe, and his speech is real bad. But, uh, I mean, he's still hanging in there, you know? I mean, God I bless him. I always liked him. I always thought he was a great actor, you know? Yes, you know, Spartacus and, you know, all the other... You know, he was the he was one of the uh, action heroes in the 50s or whatever, yeah. you know? But, um... But, yeah... I, yeah, it's just missing something, and and it there isn't. It's oh. clean. It's very clean. You know, it's yeah. like the humor is like, you know, kind of like wholesome in a way. Like, I mean, there's sexy humor, but you know, it's like, like it's PG. It's it's yeah. like um. I mean, Warner you get to, you get to see Anne Margaret's cleavage, which is a good thing. You know, God, how how much were you praying for her to drop that towel? Oh yeah, I know what scene you're talking you're about. You're like brain. You're like trying to will it off. You're yeah. like drop, 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 yeah. and it drop. just stays just, there. Yeah, she. And it just stays there or whatever. But, you know, there's a thing called imagination. So, you know. That and was, Photoshop. That was so <laughs> funny. And Margaret's at the lake getting ready to bathe naked. And um, Cactus Jack is, like, on the side of this mountain holding on to a, to a twig like Wile E. Coyote would be to see if he can get a look. And it tears out, and he, they actually do that suspended in air gag. Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah, hanging yeah. there, like for like three seconds in the midair, that he falls straight into the water. And 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 even at the very end, when he like when she kisses uh, Cactus Jack, <laughs> yeah. he does like the you know like the, well, well, do, do the, the Daffy Duck flying yeah, thing do, all over the place. Do with the, the music. Do the spoiler like. At the end of this, you know, yeah, well, they go and the, to the explosion and all that stuff. So go, go, yeah, yeah, on. yeah. At the, at the very end of the movie, you know, like uh, they've she, outrun the Indians and yeah, they outrun. <laughs> oh God, yeah, they have to stop at a certain point or whatever for whatever reason. I don't know why. So then they go and then they end up like at the their cabin or whatever. Dad's not there, but before they got there, Cactus Jack uh, set up some uh, dynamite or whatever. So when they get in there. He blow him up, but somehow or another, the dynamite ended up <laughs> leading to his. <laughs> no, I, know, I know. This is very dangerous having this dynamite yeah, in here. She's like, you know, ah, who cares? <laughs> who yeah. cares? I don't give a crap, you know. Yeah, who cares? You know. So it's like, it's like okay, you know. So he like throws his cigarette or cigar no, no, or whatever. No, no, because he would never smoke. He lights the oil lamp that's it. He likes and the he drops lamp, the yeah. match. Like he, that's the level of like his wholesomeness. Yeah, that's right. He would never even like. Yeah. He would never have a cigar or anything like that. Like yeah, it was yeah, yeah, one right. of those weird cases where black and white, like totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally evil and totally good. You know. Yeah. So. But evil was stupid and yeah. good and no, good was like no evil was inept and good was stupid. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like this but, movie. We're making this movie funnier than it is, but it's it's yeah, not but, bad. But that's the other thing. If you sat down with some friends and watched this, especially if you were drinking, yeah, drinking, this would be hilarious. Like not hilarious, but like yeah. look how we're laughing about it, and yeah, it's just yeah. so like yeah. inept and stupid, and you're just like, what the hell am I watching? You know, <laughs> like. It's just very funny, you know. I don't know that Paul Lynn thing. He finally brokers a deal, and the Indians are going to help Cactus Jack. Right. I'm like, what the hell's going on? All the Indians just crash their horses. 
<laughs> like there's a yeah whole yeah. What was that all about? It's like okay, <laughs> attack, and everybody, no. all the Indians are falling off their horses. I yeah, didn't get and, that. And they're like, no, we don't attack till sunrise. And and like it's clearly that it's morning, and they're like, sunrise is at six fifty eight and forty three seconds, and uh, and and at that point, Kirk Douglas is wearing a wolf. He's wearing a wolf hat. pelt, like pelt, a pelt, yeah. like the whole body of and and there was and, some weird editing. There was one scene that I remember. Where she, uh, Anne Margaret and Schwarzenegger were at night and they were talking about something, and then it cut to like some of the Paul Lynn scenes in the morning, and then the next cut was her and Schwarzenegger in the wagon, and Indians were following them already, so it was kind of like there was some kind of a weird. Yeah, like those four. Yeah, and Paul Lynn wasn't with them. Or, no. I mean, not, I mean, um, uh, Wiley Coyote Wiley wasn't Coyote, with them, you know. Cactus Jack, yeah. Yeah. There were some <laughs> weird edited parts at the end. I don't know what. It, it got a little messy. It got a little messy. Yeah, I don't know if they cut it to fit into a ton, ninety minute something, time frame. I mean, I can. Can you imagine being an editor for this film when you're sitting there and all you're just seeing is just scene after scene of Cartoony, of, of goofy violence. like um like botched gags. Yeah. You know, and you'd be like, oh, where is this? You know, like it would be hard to edit this to yeah, make it have yeah, make yeah. any sense. Like, I, I you know I've edited a lot of stuff and I would have trouble. Keeping keeping this. The, the where time, is this supposed to be? You know, the frame and the logical you know. progression. Yeah, but uh, but you know, so very end, of course. Um, Cactus Jack stacks dynamite in the the house where the the Schwarzenegger and and Margaret are going to be, and he makes the tra- he makes the the trail back into another room, where he's hiding with his horse. Yeah, and and of course he sets the keg of of powder on top of all the dynamite on that side. So, like you said, um, Schwarzenegger lights the the thing, the 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 oil lamp for um, Anne-Margaret, drops the match, and it goes the other way. So even though it would burn right up and blow up, it doesn't. It goes the other way. And the horse sees it coming. I was almost expecting, like, the bug eyes on the horse, like that, ooh, you know, but he didn't. And uh, so the horse kicks turns around and kicks Cactus Jack through the wall, through the wall to yeah. save him and the whole thing blows up and then uh and and we got and we we got to also say we forgot to say that all the while the Anne Margaret's like hot for Schwarzenegger she's trying like her best to like get him and she's she's a nympho it seems like or whatever because she's like and Schwarzenegger's like Oh, I got to go chop some wood. Yeah, I gotta get wood because it's gonna be cold. Like he never makes like, any. What advances. do you want to do now? Oh, let's do some. And uh, she's basically like some bad jokes or whatever. Yeah, not not jokes. Not that jokes. She's yeah. basically like it's our last night together. Why don't you come and get it? You know, or whatever she <laughs> says. It, it's the it's the equivalent of like get in here now. Yeah. And nothing doesn't do it. Because he's wears the white hat. Yeah. He's a handsome stranger. So he's he's basically frustrated. She's uh, or she's frustrated. I mean, he's in, he's in. He's app. wholesome. He's wholesome. So, um, she, I don't know. Take us out of this thing, cause well, at the very end, uh, at the at the very end, the three of them are standing there, and 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 Cactus Jack's got the gun pointed at him. He says, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you." And she goes, well, "What else are you gonna do? I'm gonna take your money. What else are you gonna do? I'm gonna ravage you." And of course, she's like. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Okay. Well, that's all I need to hear." <laughs> that's all she I need. So jerk. She, so she jumps on Cactus Jack and she gives him a big old She switches kiss. sides. She leaves yeah, the wholesome end. guy on the ground and is like, "Well, I'm with this guy." Yeah. And she kisses him and then and he totally does the the, the Warner Brothers. The Warner Brothers. Dun, 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 and he's like bouncing. He's like yeah. like she kisses him 
and he just starts jumping from trampoline to trampoline to trampoline, like up the sides of buildings and on top of buildings, and then yep. like it's crazy. That's where it, it like totally derailed, and you're like, what? Like yeah. what? And, yeah. You know, like they're just jumping around on this shit, and then you're like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, the, the director Needham had already had such a big hit with Smokey and the Bandit. I'm sure the studio said, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you they know? don't care. Whatever. They're like, whatever. Yeah, and then this is what it was, and I said, okay, now well, you had a big hit, so this will, this the kids will love this. So, and it failed miserably. Did it really? I didn't. I didn't look at the, the, the sheets. One of the things that was odd about it. Now that's the end of the movie, and we're and we're almost done. Yeah, the end. And over the credits, they basically showed every scene. I thought they were going to show outtakes, but they didn't. They, they just showed, showed the every scene. scene. Like, yeah. they had... If you watched the five minutes of, 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 of uh, credits, you basically saw everything worth watching of the movie. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, what? Why are, why are you showing that? Like, you know what I mean? Well, but, no, because usually, like, when they did the Smokey and the Bandit movies... When they would do that at the end, they would show like outtakes and bloopers while the credits were going. So that made sense because it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. Oh, look at that. But in this one, it was just like a recap of the movie. I guess nobody made a blooper on this movie, which I find hard to believe. No, no, there was plenty of bloopers. I think so, yeah. (laughs) Just as well as things where they were just like, ah, just show The the only thing that I missed at the very end of this movie was at the very end, they should have gone to that like when the screen turns into a, uh, the iris, when it goes into the little circle, and that's all, folks, or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, what in? Wh- what was that? You know, I was waiting for. Oh, that. Do you remember when Cactus Jack got out of jail and he drank all that whiskey and he woke up and he went to kiss the woman and it was a pig? Oh, yeah. he was in bed with a pig, and then nice. there was this, there was the the whole setup of this one gag. Arnold's there and he's like, "Oh, look at my gun." And she's like, okay, yeah, whatever, it's a gun. Oh, the seven. He's like, this one shoots, this is a seven-shot six-shooter, which is why I wrote on my top of my thing. Yeah. That was a joke. See, I'm yeah. writing for it. I said, that this is my t- my 11 top 10 list. I got I, that was, I was doing the joke, but you didn't catch it. No, I did. And he's like, oh, oh okay. So then they pull up, and it says, like, um, Reverend Slade, because it was Cactus Jack Slade. Yeah, pretending to be. And, yeah. he, and, he, and he, did you see Reverend was spelled wrong? No, I did. The sign, the sign, Reverend was rebrand oh, or whatever. But so he's like, "Oh, you, let me help you uh, release your sins," and he unloads the gun. But of course, he unloads he unloads six bullets, and it's a seven shooter. So he puts the gun up in the air and shoots, yeah. and then and then um, you know, and then whatever he's. It, the horse takes off and drags the organ and the reverend behind him. It was just okay. Enough. It's just of this. dopiness. It's just yeah. dopiness. So cornball. Old style. Now humor. what? This is this is the hard part. What are you gonna give something like this? What would you give this I, movie? I'm gonna go right down the middle with a five. Five? With a five or yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go six. I, I liked it a lot more than you, I think. Um, well, but there's not a lot. Not that much. More. I mean, there's not a lot. I can't go any higher because there's not a lot to it. No. It's this could have been a ten minute YouTube video. Yeah. And. Although we're laughing a lot about it, I think we're laughing more now talking about it than you did when you watch it, yeah, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I would suggest people watch it. No, I, I guess I wouldn't. I would say, don't watch this, watch Blazing Saddles. Well, you know what? Go on YouTube and look at the trailer, which I'm sure is on there, and see if it, like, you know, tickles your pickle, as they say. <laughs> I'd say, watch Blazing Saddles, and then have beer and watch a Looney Tunes cartoon, and then you're good. And then you watch this. And then pass out. <laughs> well... 
Okay, we're moving on from this. Now, oh wait, I did want to say something about the director, though, uh-huh, because... Uh-huh. This is the last one, isn't it? Well, no, he did an even worse movie. Well, no, this wasn't a bad movie. He did a real, a real great POS. If after you think this. this sucks, you should see the next one he does. I gotta find a better copy of this because my copy isn't that great. It's called Death Car on the Freeway. It was a TV movie with Shelley Hack from like eighty or eighty one, and it's a guy on the freeway who's like goes around and like tries to you know run people off the road, kind of like Duel. Except you play some crappy country music while he's doing oh. it. Oh my God! I watched this once and I was like, "Oh, this that is one of the greatest." Sounds painful. Yeah, that was. I think that might have been his last one. Yeah, Death Car on the Freeway. <sighs> wow. So yeah. So basically, after this finished, now Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown laid some smackdown on me uh, this oh, week. Yeah. He gave us next week's movie. And I was like, is it even a movie? He gave us next week's thing. So yeah. I I watched... Um, Half hour, right? No, I, well, I watched Villain, and I got done with... And I was actually in a good mood. I was like, oh, this... Oh, no. That was pretty funny. You know, I was like, not that funny, but funny. You know, I was... Uh, sometimes what we watch hurts. And you need to, like, mm. like leave. I, I can't watch anything else. I had to, like, go meditate under a waterfall and yeah. have some tea and drink some wrist. whiskey. Yeah. And and I was actually in a kind of a good mood after watching this one, so I was like, I'll just wa- I'll start watching the next one. I knew I had to go to sleep in like an hour or so, but I was like, eh, I'll watch some of this, get get that much ahead. Holy hell, is this thing that Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown gave me? Uh, wait till we review it's this because I, you don't know what the who are these people? What are they doing? Why are they doing it? Like I can't get into it too much, but. It, it's yeah. painful. Like, it is. I, I was only twenty or thirty minutes in, and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at here. Like, what? It's this is a movie that makes amateurs look amateurish. God damn, this is brutal. Or something like, like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, it makes amateurs look like, like Spielberg. Uh, yeah, because Spielberg, this yeah. is, I don't even know what this is. So, yes, next week, brother, do we have a movie for you? Oh God, yeah. But uh. So I guess that's all. That's all for today. I'm gonna drop. I'll just drop a trailer and then we'll bust out of this joint. Uh, it's been a long week. It's Friday night and there's pizza out there. So the hell with this. All right. Anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed our show. And here comes the Looney Tune pig. No, not that's not a true yeah. thing. Um, as I said before, go on our website. Uh, you can click on that. Join our Facebook group. You can Twitter us at Slow Robot Agogo. But I don't really go on that so much. But you can if you want. And if you have anything to say directly, you can, of course, put a comment on the on the page, or you can uh, email us at zenbone at hotmail dot com. Yes, that's right. I said I said hotmail. Anyway, hotmail. Got anything for us on our way out of here? Nothing. Nothing. Done. All right, we're out, y'all. Out of here. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Is sex without love a sin? See what happened in a small town in the South when girls made indecent proposals and corrupted the whole police force. It's the revealing, shocking movie of immoral small-town girls who made them cry uncle in Dirty O'Neill, the Sensuous Cop. It could only happen to small-town girls with dirty minds who had a talent for loving and a police car for a bedroom. That's Dirty O'Neill, the Sensuous Cop. It's breaking all records all over the country. Rated R.